Poor fan art. Richie looks somewhat like Ben Shapiro. No, he doesn't, though. I don't think I do. I, I, I really well, don't think I do. Fan art, for fan art, Matt looks like Carson, but with glasses. <laughs> I mean... And hotter. And longer <laughs> hair. <laughs> Grimleys, our favorite What We Do in the Shadows rewatch podcast. I'm Claire. I'm Carson. Richie. And I'm Matt. And today we have watched What We Do in the Shadows Season 2, Episode 5, Colin's Promotion, my favorite episode of the show. But before we get into the Richie recap, I want to give a shout out to M, who sent us an email. If you want a shout out at the beginning of the show, send us an email to brainsgremlyspod at gmail.com. We read every single one and we share them in our group chat and we love them so very, very much. And it's still insane that people see our jokes, um, <laughs> listen to our jokes on the podcast and think they're actually funny. So there's that. Uh, Richie recap time? Let's get Richie to recap. I think Richie should do it. Richie can try. So, we have a Colin Robin episode. Uh, so this episode <laughs> pretty Robin. much focuses on... <laughs> What did I say? <laughs> you called him Colin Robin. Sorry, I, I'm. I mean, his son, Colin Robin, son, <laughs> his yeah. child. There we go. Yeah. We have a Colin Robin son episode. Um, in this episode, we focus on our favorite character, everyone's favorite character, Colin Robinson. Uh, in this particular episode, we kind of uh, learn a little bit more about his day-to-day life and uh, what he does at work, more specifically. Um, in this episode, Colin Robinson gets a promotion, which is strange because he apparently does no work while he's there, and um, becomes the boss of his new company. And uh, with becoming the boss, at least, of the local chapter of his company, Colin Robinson becomes a very, very, very powerful man, uh, becoming a more powerful energy vampire than we've ever seen before. And uh, while this is going on and Colin Robinson is getting these powers, uh, there are also some more developments within the vampire house. Uh, we learn uh, kind of the biggest storyline of them is that Nandor was in fact the raider and pillager of Nadja's village, which led to the downfall, the downfall of Nadja's village uh, to kind of lead it to its dark ages. But uh, yeah, during that time, Colin Robinson just becomes super powerful. He kind of feeds on everybody. He becomes a little unhinged to Colin Robinson too. We get kind of mega Colin Robinson this episode. But uh, at the end, everything's okay. And then Colin Robinson and his friends, aka the vampires, remain friendly. And everyone goes home happy. So. Yeah, there was, there was a happy ending, huh? Um, do we want to start with, like, overall thoughts on the episode? Because I personally was struck by how little B-plot there was. To be honest, I thought the same thing. I was like, "Wow, this is like really what like one of the few episodes that really has like a single plot through." Yeah. So I do have something about that, which is that the person who wrote this episode is like a staff writer for FX, who who makes the show, and oh. she also wrote um, the episode in season four where they try to get Colin to go to the private school. Which I can't remember what that's called, <gasps> but mm. it's yeah these two episodes that she wrote, and I think she might've done some other work on the show, but these two episodes that she wrote were 
uh, in their respective years on some of the best episodes on TV list of that year. Um, and so Aww. I think she's just a very strong writer. And we see it's a kind of different writing, a kind of different storytelling style, at least, from some of the other episodes. It is. Yeah, because I, I noticed that, like, A, the, the A plot is much, much more fleshed out than the B plot. And also they're tied together in a way that sometimes the plots on the show are not. Like, sometimes we fully have, like, separate plots going on. I think last week was also an exception, because, like, they had the whole, the, the tie-in to both the plots. Why do I genuinely not remember last true. week's episode? <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. What was last week's did episode? You, Guillermo, did you buy Guillermo Chase? was, was <laughs> stabby-stabbying. He, he was going with the vampire hunters. Oh, oh yeah, To the house, yeah. and then he was killing people. <laughs> Matt, did you not edit this episode? <laughs> did you... Did you by chance listen to the last episode exclusively in Portuguese while watching an uh, Infinity Nature documentary? Because that sometimes no, you, has the that effect was... of not remembering what the last episode happened. No, you're right, Carson. Indeed, I, I, I did not edit last week's episode. I actually edited uh, an Amphibian Nature documentary instead and uploaded mm. that is what I did. Oh, that explains all I have listened to last week. <laughs> um, I also just want to preface this by saying, like, as I said at the top of the show, this is literally my favorite episode of the show. It's everything about it absolutely delights me. I like really hardcore relate to Colin Robinson as a character in a probably unhealthy way. And it's just, it's all around good. It is a great I episode. Do re- Shut the fuck up. I do up, really Carson. enjoy this episode. I know, I'm sorry. I have no, an no, issue no, no, with this go, episode, Carson. though. What is mm. it? In that I don't you? think... I do. This is the point wait, of contention. Actually, wait, wait, wait. hold on. <laughs> this is the point of contention. Wait, 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 wait. Oh wait, no, we have a sting. Let's bring the sting in. <coughs> Any questions? Actually, I, I have. I have a point of contention. Great, a Carson question. <laughs> I missed that one. Okay, Carson, go ahead. All right. So my point of contention with this episode is that uh, Colin, like in the middle of the episode, seems to be like genuinely surprised. By the new powers he's developing, right? Like he's like, oh, like, like I'm getting so like he's like changing and becoming something different. He seems like shocked by this, but then at the end of the episode, it's kind of revealed that, you know, it was all an elaborate plot for him to like get his friends to admit that they they, they actually liked him. And I just don't know how those two kind of connected for me because I was like the, the ending seemed to come out of nowhere a little bit with the rest mm, of the episode. Okay, I do really I'm... enjoy this episode. Yeah, I read it as, like, he was surprised by the powers, but the, like, final confrontation was all a ploy. Like, I don't think the entire thing was a ploy. I think it was just, like, the final showdown with the three Collins and the dying, etc. I see what you're saying. So he planned it, like, once he had started to get powerful. He got his new powers. That's kind of what I was thinking, but I'm not super sure, um... But maybe I'm just a Colin apologist, a call ecologist, if you will. <laughs> That's fair. No, I can see that being true. It just seemed like they indicated that, like, it was like, oh, like, I'd been planning, like, because he, like, set the seeds towards the beginning of the episode when he pulls out that painting, and he knew what he was doing with the painting, and it was very clear. So, yeah. like, that tracked, but he also seemed kind of surprised by, like, his growth. So maybe he was planning it to some degree, but was even surprised by how much he had grown. I don't know. Colin, this episode, he got big dick energy. He got big head energy. You see that head he grew with He got big end? head energy. Yeah. He got, yeah, he's like Jimmy Neutron. 
I liked a lot of the like visual storytelling they did this episode, um, which is one of them is the large head because it's the physical manifestation of it all went to his head. And we also see with his hair, which is another version of that, but also just him on that really great scene of him walking through the office when he's super powerful and there's just like a tree dies next to him and all these people he just like zaps with his uh gif yeah he he grows hair (laughs) which is i would say if we're gonna we're gonna steal something uh shining lights i would say the shot of him shining light of the episode uh the shot of him sweeping his bald head into hair back immaculate i still don't understand how they did that because they uh the production designers repeatedly say they don't use cgi I think I, I don't understand how they did that. It must have been CGI or something. Maybe they took like a quick flight to Turkey or something like that. They did what, Richie? Took a quick flight to Turkey. You're going to have to land the plane there because I do not understand what you mean. Turkey's just like known for like hair replacements. <laughs> what? Turkey? That's, that's I'm not the making this up. <laughs> what? The country? <laughs> Okay, not every joke hits, okay? (laughs) 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 What was the joke? For a solid 10 seconds, thought you were talking about the animal. That between the scenes, they they flew to Turkey so he could get a hair replacement (laughs) from a Turkish (laughs) barber. Thank you for explaining. Thanks. I mean, if I were doing it, I would have just... I would have just had the hair on and then masked it out, like, before he was doing it. Yeah, yeah, just let the editor do it, right? Yeah, yeah, mask it out and then have the mask. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he know, had, anyway. or maybe, I don't know if this is how like, things work. He was wearing a wig and then he had a bald cap over the wig and he had his hand on the bald cap. And then as he slid his hand back, Swooped it removed it off. the bald cap, revealing the wig of hair. Oh. I That's plausible. I think that's plausible. Yeah. Richian with a low tech solution. While we're discussing production design elements, we should also discuss the trash can that he crushes. Oh, yeah. So good. I have no idea how they did this. I think it was like paper or something. But it looked so like metallic. Maybe it was like tin. Like what they do is like soda. Mm. Like cans of soda or something. <laughs> tin. <laughs> Hi, I need to order a tin trash can. Why? <laughs> because we need our character to crush it. In a fit of, I need a tin bin. A of, uh, excitement. <laughs> a tin bin. I would be very curious to know like how sharp that became if it was actually tin. Because I feel like it would have been like... Oh. Guys, we're we're really getting into the weeds here. Do we want to start at the beginning of the episode? First, yeah, let's try. Bottle of the tin bin right now. Hypothetically, if one were to make a trash can out of tin, would the edges be sharp enough to slice? Let us discuss. <laughs> okay. Point of contention. Here we got Ben Shapiro leading the podcast over here. Yeah. No, it's a fair question. Hypothetically. Um, okay. <laughs> Hypothetically, if you were a naughty girl, if you had a tin bin. <laughs> And you did have the power of 1,000 cowboys. Would that crush the tin bin? Um, Okay, so if we were to start from the beginning of the episode, which we probably should do. um, So we start with Colin in the office. He's being kind of annoying. He's coughing. Someone offers him a lozenge. Uh, He just does it to annoy people. And he has his little glowing eyes, which are funny every time. Yes, Carson. I don't know what a lozenge is, and I thought it would be better if I asked in the podcast. Mmm. Okay, see? I didn't know this. <laughs> I like that you didn't look it I up, I love though. that he calls them lozenges. I also did not know what it was. 
but instead of like thinking about it later, I was just like, I'm just gonna assume it's like a cough drop. <laughs> See that <laughs> context clues. Yeah, that's context that's really clues. good. That's like how that's like how people learn language, right? Um, so Colin gets called into his boss's office and he thinks he's gonna get fired because he doesn't know what the company does, <laughs> which I think is very good. Um, but actually he gets a he gets a promotion. And he almost turns it down because, uh, and this is the moment where I really, <laughs> I had little tears in my eyes because he, like, thinks that the vampires are his friend. But they all hate him, oh. and I got really sad about it. It's so sad. I think we've had this discussion before that, like, we weren't sure if Colin was, like, being serious sometimes. Like, sometimes it's hard to tell, and he makes the point in this episode, yeah. I think, that, like, sometimes it's difficult to be friends with people because they just always think he's draining them even when he's just being himself you know social skills are hard <laughs> i think we've all proved that many say. a times <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. richie just said no that was it <laughs> richie the, the the sociable extrovert we all know i've traversed every social situation exactly how i intended <laughs> he Holy navigates shit. those choppy seas with linear precision. That sounded very much like Ben Shapiro <laughs> again. I it was so calculated. It was scary. Okay, so once again, if we were to get back to the episode hypothetically, which we should indeed do, hypothetically, um, if we were to return to the hypothetically episode, speaking, where would we be? Do? Proceed linearly. How many times are we going to make this joke? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so this is where we introduce the B plot of the episode, which is that. They have all these paintings in their in their house, which, by the way, we had brought up paintings previously, right? So this kind of ties in. Um, mm-hmm. We find out that Nadja has a piece of the Guernica that she is in, apparently, and Laszlo has a painting of a ship, and Nadja has a painting of her vulva, which is great and wonderful. So they're rearranging these paintings. That's the B do, plot, basically. Do you think Nadja commissioned the vulva painting, or is that like a Laszlo thing? Because we know he quite likes. Must be Laszlo, right? Like, because we he... find out that he can paint. Oh, so you think he painted it? Mm-hmm. I think so, right? It, it that was did look quite like abstract in a way, though. Like the right, colors Georgia didn't Oki. strike me as a Laszlo colors. <laughs> what are Laszlo? Maybe he's very. A, maybe he's going through a phase. You know. Yeah. Impression. Laszlo is very realist. No, he's very realist. Oil painting. The realist one out there. <laughs> Ayo. How do you pose for a painting like that? Like for several hours, or your legs just. Uh, they're called here. stirrups, Matt. <laughs> yeah. What do you know about stirrups, Carson? Have you never been to the gynecologist? Remarkably, no. As the only person here who has been to a gynecologist, <laughs> I've never been put in the stirrups. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Need to get my pap smeared. Anyway. Can I be real? Um, I don't really know what a pap smear is. It's they like. Um, scrape a little bit of goo off your, like, cervix <laughs> to test it for stuff. Ah, uh, Goo. If I'm being really honest, vaginas kind of scare me. Makes okay, sense. well, let's not do that. Yeah. Huh. They're not scary. Fifth wave misogyny. Okay. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> boo. Everybody boo, Carson. Boo. Well, Colin Robinson, I just, I really feel for him again because he, like, offers help. He wants to help with the paintings and they just absolutely rebuff him. And uh, 
he made this little painting. Oh, guys, can we talk about the little painting <laughs> that he so makes? so cute. Of him and the other vampires, and he makes it in the Texas Instruments Paint Pro, and they all hate it, and it made me so sad. <laughs> Noticeably, Guillermo was absent from this painting, which also made me a little bit sad. Yeah. My main my main man, Guillermo, was, was not in that painting. Yeah, that is a good point. I also noticed but that maybe he painted in one it. week. I'm not, I'm not going to be Carson. You can talk later. <laughs> <laughs> I cut you off. I cut you off, Rich. Go ahead. I was going to say, when we cut to the end of the episode, Guillermo's also not included in Kyle Robinson's photo at his desk of the vampires. So I think Kyle Robinson doesn't consider Guillermo one of his his roomies, ruby buds. Well, if you do think about it, like, they've probably together for much longer than Guillermo's been around even because Guillermo's been there for what like 10 years or something and they've been buds since like early 1900s so yeah early I thought they I thought it came around in like the 80s I thought that well that's a they good did point. say Colin Actually, came with okay. the house I think we've talked about this yeah. before the timeline like doesn't make sense doesn't make sense because they, they came really over in 1861, famously, but Colin <laughs> had only—they hadn't seen him regenerate, so it was a hundred years before 2021. So it would have been 1921 at the like minimum mm-hmm. when they met because they haven't seen him regenerate. So they've only been in that house for like less than a hundred years, right? I think they came to the house so late. I think they came to the house in the 80s. I'm pretty sure. I don't know why I think. Where that, are you getting but, that from? Yeah, what? Hey, I wouldn't say that looks like a one hundred year old, one hundred year old old house. Like it doesn't look that old. I'd say it looks yeah. older. Really? Yeah, that's all wood. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> Richie just immediately capitulated his point. He just rolled <laughs> <Yeah>. over. <laughs> okay. I am now on the Wikipedia, the fandom Wikipedia. Yeah, because I really don't think this timeline makes a lot of sense. Because, like, where then where were they, they were just living in another house before they got this one? They resided, he lived in Staten Island residence with fellow vampires Lazo, Nadja, and Dandier from around the 1970s, according to the fandom Wikipedia. Same. I don't know huh. where that source is, though. I don't know either. That's very interesting. But Colin has this little quote where he says, even when you're being sincere and maybe looking for some reassurance or support, people think they're trying to drain their life force. That's so sad. Mm. But also, it's kind of a catch twenty two with him because he does he does feign being sincere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He does feign being sincere, or it just like incidentally will 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 feed feed him. So you can't really win if you're Colin Robinson. My point is really this is how we get the national uh, air guardsmen or whatever leaking documents in a minecraft discord server because we can't ignore the <laughs> incel problem in america oh god matt that it's is a very specific reference yeah. given that i think a majority of our audience is not <laughs> based in the u.s yes they are google it are they oh okay yeah. i thought we had a lot of like Port- people from portugal no no one from portugal actually I'm, really i'm gonna tread lightly here because Oh, but Matt, you know in that TV show, um, what's it called? Search Party? Oh, yeah. There's a character 
known as the Twink. I think that dude looks like him. <laughs> the, the Jack Teixeira. The guy who leaked. Oh, he looks like I think he looks just like him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Kind of. I'm sure oh. I've seen it at least. No, I need to look this up. Unrelated. But, anyway. Um, un- unrelated to that, but related to the show, Colin Robinson, I believe, has a Will and Grace mug on his desk. Uh-huh, he does, he does, he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I just thought no. was funny. Like, I don't know why that they made that decision, but I found it amusing. I, I was curious, I meant to look it up. Is Colin Robinson in Will and Grace? Like, is the actor in Will and Grace? Oh, I mean, I don't think I don't think, think there's so. a chance. That'd be pretty funny. That No, I don't think so. Um... I also just think it's funny that he doesn't know what the company does, but he learns, and then he thinks it's either they make playgrounds or <laughs> landmines. <laughs> and I made it my mission for the episode to try to figure out which one it was, but there's, like, no clues at all. Yeah, I was thinking this presentation, and it's just him yeah, standing in front of all the graphs and stuff that you can't see. And spreadsheets, yeah. But he realized A lot of that rang very, boss, people very true. Yeah. Sorry, no idea I what love... I just said. Because Carson just started talking. Okay, no, we both started at the same time. <laughs> I love, um, I, the thing about me is that I love boring stuff, and I love working in a, a corporate office environment just because I find it also camp. Richie, you're shaking your head. You're literally in business school. No, I was shaking my head because Claire says she likes boring things, but she doesn't like aerial America. <laughs> I do like well, Aerial hey. America. Sorry, Rich. That's presuming that Aerial America is boring. <laughs> That's why I like uh, it. Aerial America Carson is very like boring. America. I'm okay with it. It's not my favorite thing, but Good. I'm fine with it. I'm sorry there's not I an Aerial America it. theme park, Carson. It's just called the country. Yeah. It's just called the National Park Service, Carson. <sighs> um, I think my uh I'm the only one who's stringing this along. I just want to shout. I just want to shout out me as the only person making any effort to progress in the story. <laughs> I, I second TV. that. Sorry. It, it, in defense of myself, about an hour ago, I took a uh, Mucinex DM, which has dextromethapan in it, and that crosses my blood-brain barrier like nothing else. And I currently <laughs> currently have a very small sense of what time it is. Um, and I am, uh, yeah, well, how far, that's why I started my stopwatch. Okay, well, 29 well, minutes into it, Jesus. 29. My point oh, is, we've really got to move, guys. We really got to move. Keep... My hey, point Carson, is, Claire. you've been making no effort to keep moving along. Carson, I've been did you watch the, the episode? Work. Yeah, I did thank you, Claire. Actually, though, thank you, Claire. <laughs> that's you, all Claire. I wanted. That's all I wanted. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, anyway, um, <laughs> my favorite quote from the episode, I don't care what you guys' favorite quotes were, uh, my favorite quote was um, when Nadja's talking about, or when Laszlo is talking about Colin, he says that uh, Colin is a wild card, and then Nadja goes like, what are you talking about? He's not a wild card. He's the card you get at the top of the deck with instructions <laughs> on it, so you throw it away. <laughs> Wait, Claire, is that your, your shining lot? Or... That's my shining lot for the episode. <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait does uh, at anyway. this point carson and richie carson if you watch the episode what is your shining lot of the episode 
2021. Uh, it's actually, we, we crossed it a few minutes ago. When Claire said the, the, the quote about the playgrounds or the landmine design landmines. and manufacturing. Now, was your, was your shining light that quote in the What We Do in the Shadows episode? Or was it that Claire brought it up in this episode of our podcast? I have notes. And you can see. Where is it? Sorry, one of, no, one of them is, wait, I fully thought Colin was two L's. <laughs> I did learn that. That's good. Thanks, Carson. Glad you're learning. I did learn that during the episode. Uh, so I learned that you can't spell Colin with one L, and Colin Robinson is spelled with one L. Fun facts. I would make fun of that, but earlier this episode, I called him Colin Robbins. So, not you can spell Colin right. with two L's. <laughs> that's a valid spelling of the word hey, the listener uh carson's holding up his notes again what's on there i don't think women should be able to vote so weird <laughs> why did you write that one down <laughs> seems a little problematic to me carson <laughs> yeah it's like florida man it's canceled yeah another one on there Sound is like- just uh i'm i'm scared of the vulva painting <laughs> well i was a little bit scared of the vulva painting no, <laughs> that one's true uh, bits of that one yeah one of them wasn't even a note, it was just a reminder, and it said, make sure Claire doesn't speak at all. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay. That is. Carson on his problematic arc. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Carson. Carson, I, we love you. I'll do um, my shining light, I guess, then. Please. Go for it. Also. So I can prove I watched the episode. Um, <laughs> it is between either uh, Nadja calling Nandor the Persian Frank Zappa. Oh, that's or, good, yeah. Or, or Colin Robinson calling one of his uh, co-workers Balsamic Ben. Not because he <laughs> likes balsamic vinegar, but because he's a Martin Balsam fan. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. So yeah. I, it, it, yeah, I I love Colin because he does these little bits that like only he finds funny, and I find that really relatable because I also do little bits. I have a thing at my office where, <laughs> inexplicably, I have five different types of mints at my desk, and I'll offer. <laughs> I'll offer mean? people mints. What do you mean different types? What do, you mean, of mints? What, what do I mean? Different shapes. Like, I, I mean, how many? Uh, how much different mint can no. you have? have mint i have ginger i have chai i have green tea and i have blood orange and so every time mint. i go around my office and i no they're all mints and i go around and i offer people mints <laughs> no. and then if they say yes i i i just list every single type of mint there is and i find that very funny but nobody else does and then did they say a ginger pastille is not a mint or no, the, the package says mint on it, and, you know, I bow to authority, so whatever Mr. Joe of Trader Joe's fame says, then. R.I.P. Claire, I can relate to that very much. I do the exact same thing. Mm. I do I do, I do, do many things to, to make myself laugh. Like, I don't know, I, yeah. I was taking an exam the other day, and the bonus question was, like, draw, so, like, it doesn't really matter. I drew a unicorn. With, that was a USB oh, stick, tracks. and it made me laugh a lot, and it was very funny. 
Wait, what do you mean? A, oh, like a USB was out of its head? Like Is that what you're a saying? unicorn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then uh, today, uh, one of my coworkers had a, had a very, like, he, he had a very cool shirt on it. It was actually a very nice shirt, but I thought, it, <laughs> I'm laughing now. Uh, I thought it was really funny <laughs> if I could get as many people as possible to go over to him and say, nice shirt. <laughs> oh, wait, how many did you get? So I made it my mission. I only got like three people to play along, oh. <laughs> but it was really funny. Okay, so what I like about that, A, is that it wasn't that many people. And also, it's kind of adorable that your, your like, prank of the day was just getting people to compliment prank. a shirt that you liked. Yeah, it's kind of cute. Like, it was that's... very funny. Yeah. The sad part is he, he like, scoped it from, the like, the, the first person that went over. It was like... Carson sent you, didn't he? <laughs> it's like, damn. Damn. Predictable. I know, I'm getting well, too predictable. I like that we, we all have little bits that we do. It, it, it delights me. You know, we're all Colin Robinson on some days. I mean, my little bit is that I give people monikers that I attach to their name. Okay, Matt, I wrote this down to bring up in this episode because Colin, <laughs> like, names some of his coworkers and he goes, like, Diabetic Dave, Balsamic <laughs> Ben, and I was like, I literally wrote, why is this Matt, though? Because Matt does that. <laughs> it's because, well, <laughs> it's because... Do I not have a moniker? I'm now offended. Uh, no, you don't have a moniker. Um, no, the reason why I do that is as as we discussed earlier uh, that I don't pay attention to people that I see in public it's cuz I have like an attentional face blindness or something that like if I'm not paying attention to you I do not see you and so I have to find a way to remember people easily so we have regular Richie, Cunty Claire and cute Carson <laughs> It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, he does problematic call now, Matt. Uh <laughs> Probably not the guy who uh, called someone regular Richie. <laughs> Wait, what was the name of the person that he just called like a dumb something? Oh, Dumb Max. Is it Dumb Max? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope he doesn't you, you listen to like, these like, like tr- You have like these little like Trumpian like nicknames for people. <laughs> oh, it is. A, it is a little bit like that. Yeah, it's hot yeah. Luke. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. In Matt's defense on that one, he is very hot. So. Anyway, um, so Colin eventually gets so powerful, he's swimming around in midair. He's draining things with his mind. There's this great fucking sequence where he's parading through the office, killing plants, like, pointing at people and draining them. I mean, it's just like, oh, it's so good, you guys. It's so good. I love that. And I also love that he, like, throws the woman and she fully, like, Why do you makes love a that hole girlfriend? in the wall. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. To say man. I love yeah. the fact that, that like, they, they put in, like, she, like, fully, like, dents the wall. She makes, like, an, like a hole yeah. in the wall, like, where she hit. And I don't know. I'm just curious, like, was that planned? Was that not planned? Is that unintentional? Like, he really just, like, like I don't know. He shoots her. Yeah, shoots well, her out of the way. From a production standpoint, they fucking threw that lady. Like, <laughs> I don't know how they did that. I, uh, did she throw herself into the wall? This sounds bad. Let's take it out of context. We're getting. Well, it's, I, it's the craziest part about this is how big the smile was in Carson's face talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
sorry. Yeah, sorry for the for the for the listener. During this entire time, Carson has been wearing a men's rights activist shirt, so I don't really know what that's about. But <laughs> it, it, I don't listener, really know. To Carson describe. has an alligator Loki on his shoulder. That actually is true. Yeah. He does have that. I don't know why. And, and I don't know if I can describe this well enough, but during that whole sequence of talking about the woman getting hit by Colin Robinson's like powers. He was doing this very like little hand motion like this, <laughs> like putting his fingers back and forth very deviously. Like if you ever watch a fly. Like a it's like how you imagine like Rumple Skill Skin is just, just like twenty four seven. Very like Rumple Skill Skin. <laughs> I like how Richie's go to to describe the way his hands moved was like this <laughs> on the audio podcast. Yeah, for the audio podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's great. He's just wiggling his little hands. All right. Um, one of the Collins calls himself Seaman, which is funny. Oh, yeah. So he clones himself. He's got three Collins. Yeah, we didn't get that. They uh, do a little barbershop song. I did have a point song. before. Yes. Uh, so I actually took a note, and it was, we were about, like, 70% into the episode at this point, and I was like, does Guillermo say a word in this episode? Because it took yeah. deep into the episode to, like, I'm pretty sure we, we get to the cloning scene before Guillermo, like, says a word at all. And I really, truly thought he just wasn't going to say anything. That is true. Not a big Guillermo episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like they... Oh, you know what it is, though? And I think this is something we observed in season one, is, like, they kind of trade off. So they'll have something with, like, the main vampires, meaning Laszlo, Nadja, and Nandor. And then they either have Guillermo or they have Colin Robinson, but they, like, never have both. Until season four, I would say. Yeah. It is a little weird that they do that, because we talked about last week that Guillermo's, like, the main character, and I guess it's mm-hmm. it's then just the fact that, like, Colin Robinson is the next, he, he's not, like, if, if there's a tier, it goes, like, Guillermo, the main vampires, and then Colin Robinson, so I guess they just yep. don't find, like, storytelling space for the both of them. Except, I mean, except in season four, when I would kind of argue that, like, Colin is kind of the main character. Season four, yeah. I I honestly would say that, I I guess maybe we're getting into this too early. We can have a, we can discuss, we can discuss. But I I would say, in some ways, Laszlo is the main character of season four. Hmm, he does have an arc. I kind of would agree. I think baby Colin is kind of like a, a storytelling device to give... Mm. Lazlo more time to like shine I feel like yeah that's true I think he's the only uh he's the character that like experiences growth except for I mean Colin literally grows but good shout <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know I mean I, I do think like season four is kind of a departure in their normal storytelling yeah I, I think at the end of this season which, for the listener, we have a couple things planned for the end of the season. Look forward to it. But I would love to Woo! do a, a, a kind of, like, recap of where we are so far. Just to look back at kind of our thoughts looking back and and going forward on the show. Um, yeah. Perhaps it'd be helpful. But I did want to say about... Uh, I think we skipped past this part in the episode. <laughs> Carson just... Carson disappeared. I heard water running, and then, uh... Oh, yeah. I also heard that. Yeah, that's fun. I'm not. Let me really quick... Oh, he's back! Whoa. Hey! Hold on, he's connecting to audio. Carson! What's he doing? Hello! Carson! I feel feel invasive or something. (laughs) Hi. 
Hi. <laughs> Hi. Can you hear us, Ben? Hello. Just for the listener, in case we want to, in case we want to edit it a little bit, there is like a severe thunderstorm happening because Carson lives in Florida, so he's had to switch to his phone. So if you hear a weird mic thing, that's why. <laughs> All right. So Matt, where were you at? You were saying something. Um. So this episode, we get two good cameramen breaking the fourth wall bits. One is where Colin yes, points in the say. office yeah. at the end. Yeah. At the end of his little rampage through the office, which we later learned uh, financially ruined the company, which is quite funny. Uh, <laughs> but he just he just looks at the cameraman and gives a little white guy like "What's up?" nod, and the dude falls. But the other one, which I think is way funnier, is where <laughs> they're all the three vampires are sitting around in Guillermo, and they're all like dying from Colin draining them. And Nadia says, oh, like, let's just eat Guillermo. And, and Nando's like, Guillermo, come put your neck in my mouth. And Guillermo's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. And then Nandor looks at one of the cameras. He says, camera two, come here, put your neck in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see the guy, the, the camera kind of like juts to him. And it's like, oh. <laughs> like they, they, they always use the camera as an actor in a way that's quite funny. It's a good physical gag. I love it. This is, like, I feel like one the writer's room one day, they were just like, what if we, like, actually did a spoof of The Office? And then they just... <laughs> <laughs> this is what this episode is, because it's in The Office most of the time. They also did a good... Um, uh, what are they called when they do the individual or, like, the interview shots? There's, like, a term for it, but... Cold uh, open? I like that. No. Talking uh, Heads. Talking Heads. Talking Heads. Go. Good yeah. band. Um, <laughs> they... Uh, they did a good one of those where as they were all really tired and like you know lying around on the couches and stuff they cut to one of those and it was the three of them still like really tired lying on the couch and it was just like it was totally nonsensical but was so funny that they like kept them in that kind of yeah. character for it there were some very interesting like I, I don't want to call them continuity errors but like things that I noticed that just didn't like like so like in one scene Claude's head is like huge right like when he's shaving it down and then in the very next scene it's kind of like back to normal and i'm like I, I i just i don't know what happened there is it is the implication that he like split himself into three and that's why i guess this is another point of contention i kind of thought the implication was so at some point they have this like plan to kind of stop him from draining them by making him make lists and stuff so <laughs> as he's shaving his giant head in the mirror Nadja has some kind of like list that, which again, another thing that I absolutely love to do. I have a, a list of lists open on my computer right now that I'm reading from. <laughs> um, and so she has him list all of his coworkers, and so I assume maybe like that deflated his head a little bit, like he kind of calmed down. I wasn't really sure though. Claire, were you crushed when BuzzFeed News ended because you love a listicle? Oh, you guys, I love a listicle. I mean, more I'm crushed that, like, the media industry is uh, bad and, like, Vice laid off a bunch of people today, too, so it's not that great. Um, but yeah, that, too. I like a list. Oh, did they lay off their 12 horoscope people, or... <laughs> they are was it actual journalists? Alright, well... Anyway, the end of the episode. One of my... Towards the end of the episode, something that, uh, after Colin Robinson moves into his new position, which isn't an official position, I believe he says during it, like, he hasn't actually been hired, but he's just kind of, like, <laughs> setting up camp in the office in hopes, I imagine. Uh, 
something that he said there that I thought was funny was to the uh, the person who he shares his new cubicle with was uh, asked him if he was a fan of conservative AM radio. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, during like the next like few seconds, you hear this like faint sound of like a Rush Limbaugh sounding like figure just like yeah. in the background. He pulls out a radio, like a tuner radio. Yeah, yeah. like an old timey like yeah, that's funny. But he has a little. There's no Con Robinson on his desk. Yeah, mine is Gigi. Yeah, no Gigi, alas. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about, like, so Colin clones himself, and then the clones spend so much time arguing amongst themselves that they end up draining each other. They die, or so we think. And then they have this kind of, like, eulogy for them, where they actually say some very nice things about Colin Robinson that I thought was pretty sweet. Like, Laszlo talks about how um, Colin used to talk to him about 19th century naval battles, and he would pretend like he was bored, but he was actually genuinely interested because <laughs> he knew that if he looked interested, then Colorado would have stopped. But then he says, like, maybe I didn't want you to stop. And I was just like, that was kind of cute. <laughs> and then Nadja talks about how Colin Robinson would actually listen, like, be a good listener um, after a quarrel with Laszlo. I just, it was kind of sweet, actually, at the end of the day. I do like how in character those things that they liked about him were. Like, of course Laszlo would be interested yeah. in 19th century naval battles. He yeah. did own a ship. Yeah, we learned that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good shout. Good Laszlo lore. Laszlo, if you will. <laughs> Laszlo. <laughs> Sounds like a Laszlo. an Australian person saying Laszlo. Laszlo. <laughs> <laughs> Laszlo. <gasps> Sorry to any Australian listeners. God, I don't hope we. I hope we don't have any. Anyway. You hope we don't have any. Why not, Claire? <laughs> <laughs> Like flip this episode on his head. This is going after Carson this whole time. <laughs> Why don't you like Australians, so Claire? True. Please elaborate. I'm gonna I'm gonna start subtitling these episodes. This one's gonna be season two, episode five, uh Colin's promotion, parentheses the problematic episode. <laughs> problematic episode? Alright, um also there's a post credit scene. I always love when there's a post credit scene. Mm-hmm. You guys all watched the post credit scene? Did not. Rich did not. That's okay. Um, so basically, there's this whole... Oh, we didn't even talk about like the actual other plot, which is that there's this painting that Nadja <laughs> finds out is her village being burned, and it turns out that Nandor was the one who like had ruined her village. Um, and so she gets very mad at him, rightly so. And there's a post credit scene where Laszlo, using his painting skills, has kind of touched up the painting to make it so that... Naja is looking hot in the painting, and Nandor, instead of Nandor, it's like Laszlo coming into the village, and Nandor is like in the burning building. So, I loved all of the excuses. Like, so Nandor is trying to justify to Naja why he like burned down her village and like pillaged it, and the excuses are all very like modern, but like taken in that like old context it was like oh we were just drunk like oh no like we were just like it was my job like oh yeah. no like i just yeah. love like the, the line of excuses he gives yeah in my notes i had it just boys being boys was uh, <laughs> basically what nandor is using as the reason for why he had to do that yeah but, locker room talk man oh my god yeah. i also i think it was, I, and I could be wrong, but it looked like um, the, so when, when Laszlo paints over uh, Nandor's face, it's not done super well. 
And it looks like to me like it was referencing that Jesus painting that somebody restored very poorly. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? It I know what you're talking about. I was like, yeah. I think that's the joke that they're making, but I'm not sure. Mm. That's such a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Where did that happen? I don't know. If I. Guys, that's this a good one? point. That is so bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure, but it, it looked like it to me. Okay. Um, does anybody else have any other thoughts? I do have some some points that I uh, did not make during the episode. Uh, okay, go for there, it. We get we get a plethora of office related posters this episode. Yes. And some of them are are golden. Uh, a few of them were. Well, the first one that I noticed was uh, nine rules for workplace success. Mm-hmm. And I paused it to try to read the rules, but I couldn't actually read the rules. And that's going to be a theme either, here. Yeah. The font is so small on some of these. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's one of stars in the background, and it says Perseverance. Although these stars oh. died billions of years ago, they still shine. <laughs> uh, and the other poster in that scene is uh, it lists 59 personal rules to follow. And they're <laughs> all in absurdly small font with a man staring off looking over a mountain. <laughs> That's and so, so I couldn't read any of the rules, but they all, they exist. And those were the ones I noticed, but I'm sure there were more that I missed. That reminds me of I my... I also tried to, to pause them and read, I couldn't. That reminds me of my roommate freshman year of college who decided to write out Marcus Aurelius's meditations by hand and paste them to the wall. And it really freaked me out why the fuck he was doing <laughs> that. I Dude, really hope he listens Stoics? to this podcast. I don't think JP. The Stoics are like an off-brand incel. Like, no offense to anybody who's into Stoicism. Like, I think it's fine, but everybody I've met who's everybody I've met who's really into it is legit like an incel about it. It's super weird. An incel about it. I don't know. They just incel (laughs) about something. No, it's just interesting way of using that word. Yeah. It's 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 the combination of a really hardcore internet fan base. It's legitimately like the same, like 4chan is, uh, there's sections of 4chan that are really into stoicism and that is like the only thing they're into. It's, it's I mean, I haven't done enough of a deep dive on it, but I, I, anytime anybody mentions like, oh, I'm really into like Marcus Aurelius, I'm like, yeah, I don't know about mm. that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a red flag for, for men especially. Yeah. Is it like an Andrew Tate like, kind of thing? I mean, almost. And I'm sure that, and, and just to fend off the critics, I'm sure that there's people who read it. Like, I've read them and they're fine. Like, I'm sure there's people who are fine. But I've met people who are just weirdly incel stoics. We gotta do our ratings. Let's, let's, let's run this off within the next five minutes or so. What's your rating? Um, not enough gays, but it's my favorite episode. So I'm going to, and there's a Will and Grace mug. So I'm going to give it a, uh, Carson, what are you saying? Okay. What the fuck was I'm that, gonna Carson? I'm going to give it, uh. <laughs> Carson managed to interrupt you with it... silence. <laughs> <laughs> He's evolving. <laughs> <laughs> He's powerful. Um, I'm going to give it two out of three barbershop quartet. Colin Robinson's barbershop try 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 barbershop triangle 
for for my rating, I'm also I know I'm going earlier than usual, but that's because mine was stolen last time, and I don't want to be put in that same position where I have to think about the spot of what to say. Uh, for my straight rating, I would say it's pretty straight. Free, yeah, I would say that. I would say uh, I'll give it ten of the one thousand cowboys that Colin Robinson, Colin Robinson once possessed the power of while in the bathroom. That doesn't so. sound like a very good rating, Richard. It seems pretty low. You said it's about a pretty... interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go zero out of three Will and Grace mugs that Colin Robinson possesses. Does he have three? No, he has one. But I'm gonna <laughs> assume he has more. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Jake, have a dishwasher. Um, I'll I'll give it um for a gay rating. I'll give it one out of I think four was it uh 90s references that colin made to uh drain people's energy throughout the office we got anything good on imdb richard well, we got the we got the main man of this review should i go for it the main man and his virgin son uh okay here is the review talents beyond belief colin <laughs> is the one vampire all of us have had dealings with he literally bores people to death and moves on. In yeah. the office where he works, someone decides to promote him. He becomes the boss even though he doesn't know what the company makes. He gains more and more power and bored and consumes the entire gang. Colin is now dangerous. He simply moves from victim to victim. Meanwhile, there is a pile of paintings gathering dust which have connections to our characters. One of them reminds her of her village that was burned and pillaged when she was little by Nando. Also, once again, the use <laughs> of Nando once yeah. again, is not a typo. This is a, a that is like the fourth time he's done that. He yeah. his name is Nando. Aww. But this uh this reminder of her village pillaging, it leads to nasty confrontations. But it becomes a selling point for Colin's new role in the vampire business. The end. What? Wait, what? Sorry, what? what was the last line? <laughs> that made no sense. Can you read it that again? It leads to a nasty confrontation, but it becomes a selling point for the Collins' new role in the vampire business, baby. What is the That's vampire the business? business? What does that mean? What does that mean? Rich, you're a business person. Okay. Translate that for us. You, you either get it or you don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think mobster sauce. you've sounded. <laughs> you're either Sigma you either or get you're it or you player. don't. Time to sleep with the fishes. It's a vampire. Matt just lit a candle. Glad he's getting cozy over there. Uh, Thanks so much for listening to the episode. We'll be back next week watching season two, episode six. Don't know what it is, but I'm sure it'll be good. You can follow us on social media. Is it? Jackie Daytona. (gasps) Yo, Oh my god, is Is that coming to the Jackie Daytona episode? Yeah. Some great ones in a row. Okay. Uh, you can follow us on social at scramblies underscore pod on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, but probably not Twitter for long, baby. No blue check for us. Um, and uh, 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 email us, brainscramblyspod at gmail.com for a shout out at the beginning of the show. And that's just about it. Bye. 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 <laughs>